How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Um, where did it go? Where's the snow? Um, Uncle Mike, are you there? Because I could have sworn that we were having a snowstorm and it is no longer snowing in downtown well, Minneapolis. What is happening? I was looking forward well, to the snowstorm. Well, I'm going to I'm going to paraphrase an old song for you, Shaletta. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I never promised you a snow garden. <laughs> and I didn't because I'm retired. <laughs> I pulled you right up out the retirement chair. I was like, you yes. know what? It ain't but one person I trust to tell me what the heck is going on in Minnesota well, with this weather. Well, you know, well, you know, I, and I, I'm very loath to correct you because you're one of my favorite people. And I told you you were going far in this business, and by gosh, I was right. But anyway, besides the point, um, they were talking about the National Weather Service and others were talking about some light snow today. Uh, I guess. The, the what people are noticing is that there's not much snow, it's more rain. There, yeah. There's a little too much warm air in this system, so uh, the light snow that was expected is uh, more or less some rain with a few flakes uh, coming in. But I think after about 4 or 5 o'clock this afternoon, that colder air starts coming in, we'll have a little dusting of snow. But that's really about it. This is, uh, as Steve Canada would say, the late great Steve Cannon, This is a wimpy winter so far. (laughs) Now, speaking of wimpy weather, I still have leaves on the trees, Uncle Mike. The grass is still green in Cottage Grove. Has it ever been like this before? Is this a new phenomenon? Uh, Yes, it has. It it absolutely has. Uh, Decembers are very fickle for snowfall. Uh, Probably the closest thing we've had to this so far was back in 2011, 2012, I believe, uh, that winter. In, in December of 2012, there was like 1.3 inches of snow. And But the funny, the year before, there was a huge amount of snow. So what I can tell you, just at, you know, living here all my life, is December can be very fickle. We can have tons of snow, and we can have very little snow. And it seems like there's hardly anything in between uh, from what i can tell but again that's that's based on my observation nothing scientific and you know there's a reason that uh statistically and this is true about only about 75 percent of the christmases here in the twin cities are considered a white christmas really now see i didn't know that yeah only about 75 percent and I tell you what, I haven't been looking at the weather maps as much as I usually do because I'm retired. No, but I do look. I'm curious. And really, over the next couple of weeks, I don't see any big snowstorms. I really don't. I mean, we're, we're talking more than two weeks away for Christmas, but yes. gosh, certainly nothing this week. And 
most of next week looks fairly quiet. So we're running out of time. We know? are running uh, out Santa, of time for this white yeah. Christmas. Well, Santa Claus and the reindeer, they're equipped to handle brown Christmases too. But uh, it's much more fun to have a white Christmas as long as, you know, it's not too bad and people can travel all right and everything else. But, yeah, it, uh, this is uh, this is what we call an El Nino year. It, the general circulation is such that the jet stream is not that strong in this area. So we can't really get any big systems going. Uh, there's been more snow so far this winter in places like Kansas mm-hmm. than there has been in Minnesota. It's just the way it is. Uh, we just don't really have much of a jet stream, much of a flow. And so we get these little meandering weather systems that are weak, and we just don't have the cold air really uh, supplying them. So there you go. I mean, we're we're still talking 40s next week. And that's what so, I was yeah. just about to ask you about. Now, it's one thing not to have the snow, but the temperatures have been so warm is this yep. unseasonable is this is this a trend have you seen this 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 phenomenon oh, before this is unseasonable yes and i have seen it before yes and you know and i know people talk about well is this climate change is this it is this the warming and i would have to say the short answer is no uh the thing is there the, the weather tends to cycle around like like crazy uh in in the short term and by the short term i mean uh, from one December to the next. But overall, there are warming temperatures across the uh, world, and that's something to be concerned with. But you can't really point to this December saying this is global warming. You can't do that. Okay, because that's what However, I have been doing. That's why I have you on the show, because that's exactly what I have been doing. I've been telling people that I have been absolutely wrong is what you're saying. Okay, good. I'll stop well, saying that. Well, yeah, yeah. But, but the thing of it is, you know, you're, you're talking large scale. Uh, there is concern. I mean, I, but... But as far as the year-to-year uh, monthly cycles and average temperatures, you know, you really can't make that conclusion. But I think, uh, you know, you look at about 50 Decembers in a row, and if they're all mostly warmer than normal, then you got yourself a trend. Right. But right now, I just don't see that. I just don't see that. But I think overall, yeah, there is cause for concern. I'm not one of these people that poo-poo it by any means. Uh, but you have to be careful. You have you can't just make general statements. It's uh, uh, The atmosphere is extremely complicated. Okay, now everybody wants to know how you and Kathy are doing. I'm getting bombarded with text messages. Folks are happy that you're on the show, happy that they're driving around and listening well, to you on the Good Neighbor Station. So they want an uh, Uncle Mike update. They want to know how Mike and Kathy Lynch are doing. Well, we're doing great. Kathy's not doing so well because I'm home all the time. And think how irritating that is for her. <laughs> Kathy's no, going to go back doing. to work. Somebody hire me, please. She's, she's still, no, actually, I'm still quite busy. I'm still writing for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Mm-hmm. Uh, I write astronomy columns every week. I still teach my programs. I work for uh, Sky Guide, an astronomy app company. I write articles for them. So I'm still quite busy, and I, I kind of like it that way. And, you know, I... Uh, but uh, I work for myself now, which is nice. I'm an independent contractor, which is always good. Not that I didn't like working for CCO. Oh, no, I 40 years, I yeah. was the luckiest man in the world. Luckiest man in the world. And we're doing okay. Uh, can I put a little plug in? Just well, a little bit I was of a just, plug in? Well, first, before you put your plug in, I was about to say for all of those people who want to know how you're doing, they can hang out with you and Kathy in March because you're going to Hawaii with one of these That's fabulous right. holiday vacations. Tell me all about Enjoy this. My lovely wife, Kathy, and myself on a fabulous W. I'm doing my commercial. No, actually, <laughs> it, it, no, it, it is going to be a fabulous. We're going to Oahu, the Big Island, and Maui. 
and uh, we're just going to have a great time. It's called Hawaii at Leisure. Uh, there's going to be plenty of leisure time, and there's going to be plenty of time to see attractions, and I'm looking so forward to it. Uh, Kathy and I have been leading these holiday vacations now for, gosh, uh, over 30 years, and we just love doing it. And uh, we've been fortunate and blessed to be all around the world, and this is going to be a great trip. It's March 5th through the 18th, I believe. It's the 14th. The the 14th. Okay, I was wrong. I'm a weatherman. I'm wrong. I, I have a right to be wrong. No, uh, but it's right about that. And you can find out at WCCO. I, I, we can find out. Well, you can find out through our WCCO website for sure. But you can also find out at holidayvacations.net keyword WCCO. And uh, we'd love to have you come along. We're starting to fill up, but uh, there's plenty of room for everyone. And, and, and the great thing about this is you get to hang with Kathy Lynch. Right, that's the that's she's the star of the whole show. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. No, we're looking forward to that, and uh, it's a uh, it's a blessing to be with so many good neighbors. Most of our friends that we have uh, as adults, we've met on these good neighbor tours. So again, we just we love doing them, and we love being with the people, and uh, you know, and and again, none of this would have happened without that uh, great career I had at WCCO. And I just have to tell you, every time I talk to you, I always say thank you for just embracing me. When I came walking in the door, pulling me to the side and encouraging me, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. you know, you've done and that you for so many. Me. I did. I did. And I don't listen to many people. Ask Chad Hartman. I don't listen to nothing he got to say. Yeah, but yeah. I, I gave you some advice. We won't go into that now, but I gave <laughs> you some advice. And you are, you're, you're doing great. You're doing wonderful. I just saw you as a different personality, and I mean that in a good way. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You've got your own niche, and I just think that you're you're a blessing. And uh, just keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, we need people like you because this is the thing, Uncle Mike. When when people come in through the doors of the Good Neighbor Station, it can be a little intimidating. Um, And and so you want to fit in and and you want to be a part of what everyone's doing. And so you think, well, should I change? Should I sound like everybody else? Should I look like everybody else? Should I talk about everything that everybody else is talking about? And and you just freed me up. You you gave me wings to fly. And I just I'm so grateful for that. Well, and and the thing is, people did that for me, too. The late great Steve Cannon. Uh, you know, he retired from WCCO in 1997. He's since passed away. God rest his soul. But he gave me the best advice. He said, just be yourself. And, well, he's from the Iron Range. He had a few more adjectives with that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, you just got to be yourself. And that's the thing about CCO Radio. It just it, We have uh, all kinds of different personalities. And, I, I, you know, the thing is, nobody is saying, you know, you have to sound this way. You got to sound this way. You know, it's not like that at all. That's what makes CCO great. Now you got to tell me what you're doing for Christmas. What are your plans? Um, what you and Kathy got going on? Well, what we got going is that my daughter recently got married. I saw and, that. Congratulations! Uh, and, yeah, and we absolutely love her wife, and we absolutely love uh, her her folks, and we're having a big get together with them two days before Christmas. Uh, usually, Christmas Eve, Kathy and I are just going to kind of probably hang out. And it's going to be a real quiet Christmas Eve, although the Vikings are going to be playing Green Bay that day. Yeah. So the TV will be on. And uh, the next day, well, my mom unfortunately had an accident. She broke her mm. arm and she's rehabilitating at the Minnesota Masonic Home. So we'll spend some time with her on Christmas in the morning. And then my kids will come over in the afternoon, including my new daughter-in-law. 
and uh, and potato, my 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 grand dog potato. I was so gonna say you have gonna a you have a grand dog. We cannot forget the grand dog potato because potatoes all over the social media. Potato is the star behind Kathy. It's right. potato. Well, and we are we are actually babysitting potato because uh, Angie and her wife Michelle are on their honeymoon. Uh, the, so you got potato right now. We got potato right. Well, yeah, he's not with me right now. But uh, he's with Kathy. He likes me, but he absolutely loves his grandma. Okay, he's so that's so- like every, that's like all of us potatoes. All of us, we like you, but Kathy's again. It's well, Kathy. well, he, potato likes me, especially when I'm in the kitchen and I've opened up the refrigerator because I'm a sucker. <laughs> I'm a sucker for those big eyes looking at me. <laughs> so he may get a little treat now and then. Okay, well, I just can't thank you enough for hanging out with me for a little bit in your retirement and. And giving us the 411 on this because I was calling it a snow, snow, snow storm. It's not a snowstorm. No. Should I call it a no. snow event? Should I call, What should I call it? I don't know. I the, would call it a, uh, a a minor snow skirmish is what I would call it. <laughs> Very minor. I would call it wimpy. It, this is nothing. I mean, it just is. I'm sorry, but one of my pet peeves is when, uh, well, I'm not going to say anything, but when you see certain media and they go absolutely crazy, over an inch or two of snow. I mean, come on, give me a break. Yeah. But it's not even going to be that. I I don't even think we're going to get a half an inch. I, it just, it's just a dusting, and what we get is going to be long gone because it's going to be so warm this week. So yeah. it's just, there's nothing. There's just it, It's wimpy. Well, I thank you for calming my fears uh, and uh, letting me know what is going on, hanging out with me on the show. I love you. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, Uncle Well, Mike. Merry Christmas to you and your family, and God bless and uh, stay safe and and just be who you are and keep being who you are and don't let anybody tell you that any different. I will, and I'm going to record that, and I'm going to send it to Chad Hartman. Um, all right, Uncle Mike, you have a great weekend. Right. Y'all Take stick care. around. We'll be right back. It is 122. You are listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It's a Shaletta show. I am Shaletta Brundage, the host of the show. Thank you so much for spending part of your Saturday afternoon with me. I know uh, Minister Deidre Heron Slack is driving around from one Christmas gathering to another. She's listening. So if you're listening, make sure you post on my social media timeline. Let me know you're tuning in because this show is for you. And one of the things that has been a tradition in my family is uh, when we open the Christmas cards. So um, we love getting Christmas cards. I don't know about you all and your kids, but my kids love getting mail. And Christmas time is a time where they know people are sending cards, greeting cards that have pictures and letters in them. And so we always get them and gather them and put them in a big box or pile or bag. And then... Um, once uh, in December, we open them all up and we put them around the fireplace and we read them and we look at the pictures. Sometimes we'll pick up the phone and call folks and say, hey, um, and, and we always make sure that, that the list that we got, we've already sent uh, cards to those people. And if we haven't, we make sure to send new cards out. So it's just a fun time. And, and most of the envelopes are recycled envelopes. You know, it's good. And I know we're trying to save the environment. We really are. And, and so the, the envelopes are recycled and, you know, some of the cards are even recycled and they'll say on there, you know, made with recycled paper. And so, you know, everybody's trying to be environmentally friendly and environmentally conscious. And that is awesome. Right. But but some of this, I don't know. I don't know what some of these envelopes are recycled with. OK. 
because I'm going to tell y'all, I had the worst paper cut opening my Christmas envelopes. Um, I, I don't even remember who it was from. It may have been Dick and Francine Schaefer. Um, and, and I, I got ready to, to open it. And, and you know, and, and that's on me, too, because I, I should have used the letter opener. Here we are sitting there with 75 uh, Christmas cards to open, and we're just ripping them apart, you know, just ripping them open to get to the card so we can read it and see the pictures. And, and so I'm just using my fingers. And, honey, let me just tell you, mm, I put my finger under that envelope from Dick and Francine Schaefer of Roseville. And I thought I had sliced my finger in half. That thing hurt. I said, what are they using? It says recycle. Are they using recycle Ginsu knives? Why is my finger open? I mean, y'all, I thought I was going to have to have stitches. I put a Band-Aid on it. It was still bleeding. I I, 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 got, I iced it. You know, I, I put a little tourniquet on it. I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to need a blood transfusion. Fooling around with these envelopes used, um, made with recycled Gensu knives. Because that thing was sharp. Man. But, you know, we had a good time. But I tell you, we had to take an emergency break. I almost called 911. I said, Lord, they're going to try to take me out of here. This is ridiculous. And, you know, I'm, I'm so glad um, technology is amazing. I don't know about you all, but, but I remember before COVID, I used to ask, is there any way I can do my show from home? It would just be really nice if I could do my show from the house, you know, because the kids are there and I don't have to leave and go into the studio and, and pay a sitter. By the time I finish paying for a babysitter and getting food and snacks and everything ready, I spend my entire check just making sure my kids are okay. No, no way, no way possible you can do your show from home. It is not possible. COVID happened, and all of a sudden we got boxes of all kinds of equipment and stuff to take home to do the shows. Technology sped everything up. You know, we would have had to do beta testing and trials and all kinds of stuff. Think about it, the virtual visits to your doctor where you don't have to leave the house, amazing. Amazing, especially when we're talking about a real snowstorm, not this wimpy storm we got going on right now, like Mike Lynch said. Well, we could just log on on our computers. We don't have to leave the comfort of our home to talk face-to-face with our doctors. It is beautiful. Do you know how long they would have been testing before they would have implemented something like that? We might not have that till 2035. But because of the pandemic and the necessity of visiting with your doctor virtually. We can do school virtual. We can do physicians virtual. And today, I don't know about anybody else, but I went to my first virtual college graduation. Now, I didn't have to buy a plane ticket. I didn't have to get a hotel. I didn't have to get a rental. I didn't have to take any vacation time off from work. I didn't have to leave my family. I was able to sit in my kitchen this morning and watch my best friend, LaTanya Land's daughter, Jessica, graduate from college. Sam Houston State University with her bachelor's degree. And, you know, they started with the A's and I knew her last name was Land. So I propped up the phone and I sat there while I, you know, got my guest all ready for the Shaletta show and, and, and sipped on my coffee and um, ate my fruit cup. And watched in my pajamas my best friend's daughter graduate from college. It was beautiful. 
and I screamed and yelled and I had noisemakers and I clapped and I stood up and her mom and I were texting. Now, had I been there, we would have been hugging, but we were texting and I'm like, she looks beautiful. Her hair's laid. Why is she chewing gum? Why is Jessica chewing gum while she's getting her degree? Why didn't y'all take that gum from her? Why is she walking across the stage with gum in her mouth? But we were celebrating, not criticizing. So, you know, but I had never participated in a virtual graduation. And so when I went to the website that my friend gave me, um, there were multiple graduations going on at the same time. They had the 930 in the College of Engineering. They had the 1130 in another college and the 1230. And you could just click and it's on YouTube. I just stayed on the website, but you can click and it would just bring it up in real time. It is it was absolutely beautiful. And for folks who are grandparents who are living in other parts of the country or, um, you know, people who are family members who just can't afford to fly or even if they can afford to, aren't able to do so. Being able to have that comfort is amazing. I love it. It was, it was, it was absolutely awesome. I was so excited that I could be a part of it. I didn't have to hear about it, but I was able to participate. It, it was absolutely beautiful and comfortable and awesome. Now, I don't know if y'all follow me on social media. But one of the things that I was so excited about this week was um, the breakthrough that my son Daniel has been experiencing. You know, my youngest son Daniel was my most severely autistic child um, on the spectrum. Uh, I, I had to look the other day at his first autism evaluation, and it said that he had one word that he knew, one word that he could say. Um, and the rest he was just, you know, babbling consonants. And, you know, four years later, he's nine years old. um, And through prayer and perseverance and really good therapy, um, that was his first evaluation where they said he had one word. And this year, um, his therapist, Miss Kelly, over at Family Achievement Center, after his annual evaluation, called me. She was crying. And I said, what is going on, uh, Miss Kelly? And she said, Daniel has a score of 85 on his speech evaluation, his annual test, which means he doesn't need speech therapy anymore. He has language. He's able to verbalize. I can understand what he's saying. He understands me. He's able to respond. This is nothing short of a miracle. And then we start crying together. And the reason that I'm telling this story is because there's somebody out there who has a child with uh, autism or any special need. And you feel alone and isolated and you feel like this is it. And it's not going to get any better. And what I'm here to tell you and what I'm here to show you with my kids is that things can and will get better. Don't lose hope. We'll be right back. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Listen up, I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. So earlier this week, I went down to um, St. Paul for a mixer for small business owners. It was so beautiful. There were Christmas trees and decorations, and it was a, you know, kind of a, a Christmas gathering of, you know, the Latino small businesses, the Hmong small businesses, the African-American small businesses, and, and it looked great. And I said, oh, my God, who is decorating this thing? This is beautiful. I don't want to leave. I want to steal some of these decorations and take them home with me and put them up in my house. Um, just because of the way that things looked and how beautiful it was, I didn't want to leave. They were like, they had to ask us to go. Um, it, it was so warm and festive and cozy. Um, it, it just made everybody want to come together. And, and the uh, event was just organized so well you walked in and there was a sign in and and all this cool stuff and i'm like man this is this is so well put together and someone said oh well shirley thompson she does this stuff for a living this this was what she does she does events she organizes them she you know takes the 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 person who has a vision for an event from you know the idea that they have in the head all the way to implementation in the night of and she's around here somewhere working and, and so i found her and you know just kind of start picking her brain and i said you know what you got to come on my show because this is a super busy time for you. She's busy right now. She's joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline at an actual event that I'm going to tonight, the Monitor's Ball. Sherilyn, thank you so much for taking just a little bit of time with me today. Well, thanks for having me. Now, talk to me about how did you get involved in event planning? Because, you know, that's just kind of something folks think they know how to do until they see one that's really well put together. You know, I started, my mom has a funny story of me planning events as a kid. Like, so it's been in me since the beginning. And I just kept doing it as I got older. I would plan like family events. When I got to college, I would plan, you know, little events here and there in college, like high school prom. So it's always kind of been in me and everybody just kept saying, hey, you should do this as a business. I was like, you can't make any money off of that. And (laughs) here we are. (laughs) But how do you take that leap of faith? How do you go from, "I'm, I'm really good at planning events to doing it for free for family and friends and giving advice to actually turning it into a profitable business. What was that process like? You know, it took a minute. I was working at a Fortune 200 company and I was enjoying that check and there was this fear of leaping out on my own and not having that steady check. Um, But it just took a couple of people that I had conversations with that encouraged me and pushed me to do what I'm passionate about. Now, what was your first paid gig? Do you remember your first paid planned event? 
My first paid um, gig was actually a group trip for a church. They had a youth program and they wanted to take the kids um, out of state to experience something other than what was in their community. And they asked me to come in and help plan the whole thing, the transportation, the hotels, the activities, all of that. So you don't just do like events like come here and party, but you do excursions and those kind of things. Tell me about some of the services that you provide. So I do whatever my client needs. I have people who come to me and they have an event underway. They're already planning it, but they just need a little extra help with a, a, a task or two. Um, and then I also have clients that said, this is what I want to happen. This is my budget. Make it happen. And I just go from start to finish, finding venues, decor, all of the little details. I take care of the details so that you don't have to. And that's the thing. You are super busy right now. You had the event earlier this week. You're getting ready for the Monitors Ball tonight. How busy is this Christmas season for event planners? It's pretty busy for event planners. There's a lot of holiday parties. It's a gala season. Um, There's just a lot going on. And then there's also a lot of people who are trying to plan trips this year. There are a lot of people who don't want to stay home and they want to go travel for Christmas. So I've been helping some people with that as well. Now, how did you sustain during the pandemic? Nobody was meeting. Nobody was getting together. That You know, this is your business. Your business is gathering people together. And here we are in a season in our country where people can't come together. I I, I was very surprised to see you um, come back from that because not everybody did. Yeah. Um, during the pandemic, of course, when you're in the, the business of events and everybody is locked to their house, business completely tanks. Um, I went and found a traditional nine to five, try to help pay bills during the season. And it just happened to be one of my event planning clients that had an opening. And so I went to go work for them for a while. Um, now everybody is in the season of I was locked up and I was trapped for two, three years. I need to get out. So events are coming back full force. Okay. Now I know you've got to go because you're planning this event tonight, but I just, girl, how long ahead of time do you actually get to an event? Because you've been there all morning. I can't wait to get there tonight <laughs> to see the decor that you've put together. Um, but this thing don't start till six o'clock. You've been there for a while now. <laughs> Yeah, I've been here since like 1030. I am one of the first people who get on site um, and make sure that all the contractors and the vendors and the decor people and the AV people know where to put stuff and know what the, the plan is. So I get here as soon as they get here early. It takes a while to set up. Yeah, see, I just want to come and look, make it, you know, I just wanted to come and, and be pretty. I didn't know that all this stuff was going on <laughs> behind the scenes. You know, for me, I'm thinking it's just magic. Like a little sprinkle, a little fairy dust. But Sherilyn's been there early in the morning putting this thing together. Now, for folks who have events, um, have something coming up, they want to reach out to you. How can they find you? Um, uh, HighlyFavoredEvents.com, or they can call me at 612-642-1978. Okay, HighlyFavoredEvents.com, spelled just regular. Yes, ma'am, and that's events with an S. All right, well, there you go, Miss Sherilyn Thompson, joining us on the Shaletta Show. I will see you tonight. I can't, girl, let me just tell you. I went to the malls of America, and baby, I'm about to bust it wide open on y'all. I got me a burgundy crushed velvet pantsuit. I don't know if I look like a pimp or what, but I'm finna rock it either way. I cannot wait to see this. (laughs) I can't wait. Make sure you bring your comfortable shoes because we're going to party all night, honey. Well, I will. We'll see you soon, Sherilyn. 
Thank you. All right. And you all stick around. Where am I going? What's this party with the purpose of Sherilyn's planning? We'll tell you all about the monitors next. I have been practicing all my dance moves because I'm going to party tonight. But this party that I'm attending actually has a purpose. Welcome back to the Shaletta Show. It is 146. You are listening to News Talk A30WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. Now, um, Sean has joined an organization called The Monitors. Um, One of our church members, Art Alexander, inducted him in. And one of the things that the monitors does is they have this big annual holiday party around Christmas time. Uh, so many people in the community attend and a, a large portion of those proceeds go back into the community. And and so, you know, I, I knew about the party because I always want to go to the party. But once Sean got inducted, I said, I need to learn more about this organization because this is a group of men who are doing some amazing things. No spotlight, no accolades, no awards, no fanfare, just taking care of the young men, the widows, the orphans, things that we are required to do if um, we are believers and we are good people. And so I got one of those good people on the show right now. Art Alexander is joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Art, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show. Thanks for having me, Shaletta. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you um, inducting Sean into this historic organization. Um, I can tell you last night he was up until midnight shining both our shoes because we are going to be crisp and casket clean tonight for this party. Now, talk to me, though, about the monitors, because I knew about the party, but I did not know about the legacy and the history of this amazing organization. Right. So the monitors club started back in 1955, and there were a couple of uh, African-American uh, engineers from Honeywell who uh, lived in in the South Minneapolis area, and they weren't, uh, they weren't really accepted back in the 50s by the community at that time. So they wanted to be involved in the community and just, you know, be part of the neighborhood and things. So they, they ended up forming um, a, a club called the Monitors Club back in uh, in 1955. So the club has been around since uh, since 1955 and is com- uh, comprised of uh, African uh, professional African uh, American men. Um, and um, we have uh, it's, it started out being a social club, and then one of our members, uh, Beck Horton, who uh, who since passed. Kind of challenged us, and he gave uh, he gave a substantial amount of money to a uh, to 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 sponsor the Monitors Foundation, and then we we kind of matched it, and that's how the foundation grew out. And so from the foundation over the years, I mean we have uh, we have about seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars that we uh, and every year we give out scholarships and things and grants to different organizations who help young African American. Uh, uh, children around uh, around the Twin Cities. That is such a, an amazing story and um, an amazing legacy. And and again, you all are doing this without any fanfare, without any you know spotlight or patting on the back. Just going about doing the business of of helping people, which is so amazing to me. Which lets me know y'all is a men's organization because if it was our one woman in there, we'd have told everybody and got some billboards and been in the paper and all over TV. Y'all just out there just doing the good work of helping the people um, in our community. 
what are, what are some of the missions of uh, the Monitors organization? Well, so we, we try to concentrate around uh, African-American youth. So any organization who um, who who purports African-American youth, they can apply for grants and, uh, and and we'll give we'll you know there's a we have a grant committee and they review the grants and, and things like that and then they award the grants and it's usually this time of year so I think a lot of the grantee award a lot of the grantee award winners will be uh, announced tonight. Oh, that the, is going to be a foundation party. Yes. And see, this is the thing. I only knew about the party. Okay. When I was calling around last year, I didn't know anything about the foundation or helping the young people or any of that stuff. I just wanted to get into the party because this party is historic. It's legendary. Talk to me about this party with the purposes happening tonight. So the party is going to be at, uh, at the Hyatt Regency at 1300 Nicollet, uh, on, on Nicollet Mall. And we're probably going to have a round of, of course, we have uh, we have about 50, 51 active, active members. And then we have about 20 members who uh, who've been in the club a long time. And they become either legacy members or affiliate members. So we probably have about 70 members in the club throughout uh, throughout the country. Now, all of the active members are are here in the Twin Cities. But, you know, as guys retire and things, they become snowbirds and they move away and things. So we have people all over the country who are, who are members of the club because, because of retirements and they move to either Arizona or, uh, or California or, or places like that. But the, the party tonight, I mean, and a lot of those gentlemen will be flying in with their, with their wives and things, and they'll be, they'll be at the party tonight. We probably going to have uh, about Close to 400 people at the party tonight, and there, there's going to be sponsorships. I know um, James Burroughs, who's a diversity and inclusion officer for uh, for, children, for Minnesota Children's Hospital. I mean, he's going to have a big contingent there. And there's going to be a lot of other uh, a lot of other people who are in the club that are having tables and will be sponsoring things. And then people have um, uh, those sponsors. They give they they give a donation and things like that. We have different levels of sponsorship. And those sponsorships will go right into into the proceeds for the uh, for the foundation. So we hope to raise uh, hope to raise quite a bit of money. Our biggest fundraiser for the foundation is uh, is the golf tournament. The golf tournament is usually the first Monday after uh, the Fourth of July. Okay. And we usually we usually raise about we usually clear about twenty five to thirty thousand dollars that goes into the foundation for grants from that just that one event and that's next so we we do a lot of when we do a lot of good things i mean we sponsored a superintendent's forum we sponsored uh uh we had the hennepin county sheriffs when they were having the sheriff race mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we had uh, we had the we had those candidates in to talk about you know what they're going to do so when we go to uh we go to school board meetings i mean we show up when there's when there's issues uh, especially when they're concerned in the black community and I just appreciate the covering um, because, you know, a lot of times, especially in our community, you know, you've got single mothers who are raising children and to know that there's a group of men there to cover them. Um, it really means so much that, you know, we have somebody that we can call and lean on, um, you know, men, you know, who are of high uh, stature in our community who will speak up and speak out and who are respected. Because I don't know if anybody recognizes Art's name or uh, his voice, but he is the CFO of the Minnesota Lottery. 
Right. Thank you. Yes, and you know, it's and it's, it's nice to um to to partner and network with other with other people who who are like you. I mean, when I was out uh from work and had surgery, I mean, these guys they call, they check on you, they know what's going on. I mean, we kind of help each other out. And so I'm so I'm so thankful that uh, your husband Sean is, is in the club too because you know we'll we'll embrace him and whatever he needs we're there for him. He probably just need a break from me. I don't know how you do that as a group, but I'm sure y'all can come up with something. But that's probably what he needs more than anything. Is he just probably need a break from me? Because I'll be trying to go to the meetings. I'm like, where you going? He's like, I'm going to the monitors meeting. I was like, y'all need me for something? Y'all want me? No? Okay. Right. right. <laughs> well, I just thank you so much for um, inducting Sean and, you know, I, I see a, a you know a, a great sense of pride in being a part of this organization for him. Um, I see a change. Um, I see, um, you know, just he he really enjoys uh, being a part of the brotherhood. And right. so uh, I'm telling you, y'all got to watch us because me and my kids will do a drive-by. Like, what y'all doing in there? What y'all meeting well, about? Come on down. I mean, you know, we meet every we meet uh, every first Friday. We have our business meeting. We conduct our social club meeting, and we conduct the foundation meeting. And then after that, we, uh, we go out for fellowship and things. So it, it's really nice to, uh, to fellowship with, with guys, you know, cause the work week and the months get so long and we've got a lot of pressures and things. So it's just nice to be around guys that you that know and that you can, you trust and, uh, and for, and for the fellowship. I mean, the fellowship is great. We even go to, there's uh, many of us that go to a lot of different churches, so one Sunday out of the month, we all show up at somebody's church and we all sit together and, and, and we fellowship like that. So it's a real good camaraderie. And, and yeah. there's a lot of guys in different fraternities that are in the club, too. And so it, it, it's really I mean, I mean, it's really good. And I've been a member probably for for 13 years um, and, and it's been great. I mean, you know, when you're going through certain things and you're, you know, you need somebody to pick you up, you know, you might, you'll get a call from somebody and, and, you know, it, it's, it's just great. I mean, cause you know, we all have pressures and things through life and it's just nice to, you know, to talk to someone and know somebody's thinking of you. Okay. Now, one of the things that I hear from people um, who come to the twin cities, young professionals is that they're missing something like this. They're missing the monitors. They're missing an opportunity to come together in fellowship because you come for the job at General Mills. You come for the job at Target. You come for the job at Honeywell. But then you don't have that sense of community and support. So there's some people, whether they are working at Best Buy, um, you know, or they're at General Mills and the Black Champions Club that need to know about the monitors so they can pass this information on to their African-American male executives and employees. How can they get in touch with you? Well, they can, um, I mean, they can go to our website and um, it's www.monitors.org, I, I think it is. And um, and that's, so that's a good point that you raised because most of the, we're trying to get, most of the guys in the club are, you know, because there's a, there's a fee, of course, to, to belong to the club. And, you know, a lot of younger African-American people that's coming right out of school and things like that, they don't have a lot of discretionary income. So we're actually trying to relax the seas and, and, and bring in more younger people. And we've, uh, we've recruited some, some more younger people into the club. Cause you know, I'm in my, I'm in my sixties and uh, I joined the club probably in my uh, mid uh, 
mid fifties. So, you know, but, and that's, that was the demographic of the club, but we're trying to get younger people involved in the club through either church or just through word of mouth from the party tonight when people come out and, and things like that. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I will see you tonight. I was telling Sherlyn in the last break, I don't know if I look like a pimp or what, but I got a crushed velvet burgundy uh, jacket and pants ensemble, and y'all ain't going to be able to tell me nothing when I get there. I'm just letting you know. It's it's, it's a wrap. Well, you'll be fine, and you'll look fantastic, as you always do. All right. Art Alexander on the Shaletta Show. Y'all stick around. We've got more to come. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.